Welcome to Building a Life of Prayer with Pastor David Beatty of River Oaks Community Church, taking you through the prayers of the Bible so that you can grow in your confidence and enjoyment of prayer. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about building a life of prayer by the study of the topic of prayer everywhere in Scripture. Today we're beginning the Old Testament book of Psalms. The book of Psalms has been called a little Bible because of the way it looks back in history and looks ahead to the gospel of Jesus Christ. The book of Psalms has also been referred to as the prayer book of the Bible. Many of the Psalms are actually prayers. And I think learning the Psalms is one of the best ways that we can learn how to pray. The book of Psalms, as part of God's inspired scripture, gives us a vocabulary for prayer. And I'd like to start today with Psalm 3. We read these words, a psalm of David when he fled from Absalom, his son. O Lord, how many are my foes. Many are rising against me. Many are saying of my soul, there is no salvation in, for him in God, Selah. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill, Selah. I lay down and slept. I woke again, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you strike all my enemies on the cheek. You break the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be on your people. Selah. Here in Psalm 3, we have King David speaking to the Lord. And Psalm 3 has a little historical note in its heading. It says, a Psalm of David when he fled from Absalom, his son. Now, this was a low point in King David's life. We can read about this historical event in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 15. I think it's valuable when a psalm has an historical note in its heading that we pay special attention to it. And I believe 14 of the 150 psalms have such a note. This tells us that David was facing tremendous adversity. And in verses 1 and 2, he presents his situation to the Lord. He says, Lord, how many are my foes? Many are rising against me. But in verses 3 to 6, he expresses his great confidence in God. You, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. He says in verse 6, I will not be afraid of many thousands of people. David's prayer is an example of praying with confidence in the midst of a crisis. Now, one question may arise in this particular psalm when David says in verse 7, you strike all my enemies on the cheek, you break the teeth of the wicked. Should Christians pray that way? Well, Jesus taught us, love your enemies Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who despitefully use you and persecute you. It's certainly fine to pray with this type of an attitude regarding our spiritual adversary, Satan, and his kingdom. Uh, the Bible says the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil and that God will one day crush Satan under our feet. 
But we don't pray that way for the destruction of people who we dislike or who dislike us. Psalm 3 is a reminder of how to pray with confidence during a time of crisis. David was facing a rebellion from his own son, Absalom. David had to flee his home, flee the throne itself when he was the rightful king of Israel. But he prays with confidence, you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. And the psalm ends in verse 8 with this note of confidence, salvation belongs to the Lord, your blessing be on your people.